A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Dope Black Podcast. You're listening to the Dope Black Dads podcast. I'm Marcus Ramtahol, and today I am joined by Babatunde Aleshe, and hopefully I got that right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. So Baba is a writer, an actor, a comedian. Uh, he's also uh, got a new podcast out with with Puffin Books. So lots and lots to talk about in in the dope black dad space. And of course, he's a father himself as well. Welcome, Bubba. Oh, thank you very much for having me, man. Thank you. So, I mean, there's so much to kind of ask you about and and kind of pick your brains about because there's so many things that you've done. Um, so I guess let's start with with fatherhood. How old? Uh, how many children you got now? And how old are they? Yeah, just the one. Uh, I've got a son. And he is six, just turned six, uh, first of August. So, yeah, man, full of energy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and how's fatherhood treating you? Fatherhood is challenging, I won't lie to you. It's it's good, you know, it's it's lovely to, like, look at my son and be like, wow, like, you came from me, You're like, you know what I mean? And see, like, the different, like, you know, just the way, like, he looks and stuff like that, similar uh, features and stuff. Uh, but what's always so surprising is just like his personality is just like wow you you got that from me and you got that from your mum or, or that's part of your your that's your grandma there or you know things like that is just always surprising so yeah man it, it's it's full of surprise but it's challenging <laughs> yeah yeah for sure for sure and one of the things just before we hit record we was talking about certainly I, I find it challenging living a touring life I'm a musician and I'm on the road a lot I've just come back from a weekend of shows you're a gigging comedian how how is that kind of different for you um, in your line of work uh, yeah it is um, I think I think the challenging thing for me is finding moments spaces of time and where I can um, you know sit down and write uh, because if I kind of like separate myself from everybody, my son will come and find me. Like for sure. He will just come and find me <laughs> and he'll, you know, dad, what are you doing? And it's at that moment that he wants to disturb my life. You know what I mean? Like I can be next to him and he'll be playing, like, you know, doing his own thing, playing with his toys or on his tablet. The minute I leave the room, bang, where's dad? Like, you know, so he's, he's, yeah, I've got a clingy son. But um, when I'm on the roads and stuff like that, it's, it's, I mean, it's challenging, but um, I'm never, you know, away for too long for it to be, you know, too much to bear kind of thing. 
oh, that's good. At least you can come back and, and enjoy time. And do you get a lot of time when you're off the road or is it still busy, busy with, with everything else that you do? No, it's busy, busy. My wife likes to pack my calendar with uh, <laughs> with activities, you know what I mean? Like, so as <laughs> soon as I come off the roads, it's, hey, we're going here. Oh, we're going there. And it's just like, oh, gosh, you know. Mm. And, and I see you've, uh, you're wearing your Arsenal shirt today. Have you inflicted that upon him? Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely, man. If I must suffer, he must suffer too, man. <laughs> you guys have had a good season so far, right? You know, the, uh, yes. the Arteta project is going well. I mean, so far, we're only four games in, man. So I'm not getting excited. I'm just, you know, this is Arsenal at the end of the day. So you can't get too excited. You know what I mean? Like you've always have to, you know, maintain a level of optimism, but always having the back of your mind that, hey, this is going to go wrong at some point. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Marvin uh, from, from Dope Black Dance, he's yeah. a huge Arsenal fan as well. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and he's talked about kind of how how all-consuming football can be. And, oh, yeah. And as I said before, I'm, I'm a Liverpool fan. Um, and in a very similar way, although people don't see it, I'm like, oh, you know, there's, there's a lot of pain <laughs> being a oh, Liverpool yeah. fan yeah, as yeah. well. <laughs> Not recently, though, man. You guys have been outstanding recently. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I had to pinch myself when you know, we got to that middle of that league season that we won. And, and my mates were like, you know, the league is one, right? And I'm like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, miles ahead. Like, oh, you wanted to oh, finish no, the cross line first. Like... happened. <laughs> I love that. I still remember Mickey Thomas and all that. That's happening again. (laughs) Love it. Anyway, aside from football, what I really wanted to talk to you today about was uh, your Puffin Books podcast, uh, Mission Imagination. I've been listening to it, really loving that. And um, quite different, I suppose, from from the world of stand-up comedy and kind of the stuff that we're used to seeing you in. So how did that come about? Oh, man, that was... um... Puffin, they, well, Mag's Creative, uh, they work alongside Puffin Books and they approached um, me with the idea of uh, doing the podcast. And the only thing I said is that, you know, if we're going to do this, let's champion uh, diverse voices, you know, um, let's talk to like female authors and, you know, black and Asian authors, like, you know, basically the the minority, you know, let's champion um, those voices. And, you know, luckily, they had like a whole kind of like slew of people that were coming through, that they were pushing through, that were like of that, you know, same category that I was just literally explaining. So it was just perfect timing, man. And, and you know, yeah, it's been a good roller coaster, man. I, I won an award last year for it, you know, best commercial partnership. Um, and yeah, it's just been, it's, I can't believe like all the things that we've achieved, you know, it was number one on the kids um, podcast charts and it's just been getting like rave reviews. So I'm lucky to be a part of it, but I have to like big up Max Creative because they're really the genius behind the whole podcast, man. I couldn't do it without them. And for anyone who's not kind of checked out the podcast yet, um, how would you describe it? How would you pitch it to someone to go check that out? Oh, wow. Yeah. So it is literally um, storytelling from a child's perspective. Like literally, we just we give the children like little doses of like ideas and then we just allow them to kind of create a world for themselves. Um, But the good thing is 
like we'll always sit down with an author. So the author of, let's say, whatever book it is, they'll come in, they'll create the world and then they'll just put the children in it and just like, yeah, run free. So it's it's storytelling with, um, yeah, children, man, but letting them take, letting them take the lead. And, and I think that's what's so special about it. Yeah, and it's obviously working, you know, winning all those awards and doing really well and into your second series now. And you mentioned about how it was important for you to, to have that kind of diversity of, of voices involved. Yeah. So why was that so important for you? Uh, the reason why that was mainly important is because when we first started like buying books for my son, um, me and my wife, we couldn't find any books, uh, you know, that reflected him or his culture or anything like that and obviously we wanted to kind of like start writing books ourselves um but then when we were approached about the idea we pushed that uh, well I'd say me and my manager we pushed for that and luckily it was you know like I said to you right timing but that was the the, the initial reason is we wanted our son to um see himself in books and luckily now We've got a whole bunch of books with black and brown and white and all types of, you know, faces on the covers and in, you know, characters within the book. And not only that, but the culture, there's um, there's a book, one of my son's favourite books is called uh, Clean Up. Um, and that is, you know, it's a reflection on like, you know, the Jamaican culture. And yeah, my son loves that. And plus my wife, she whenever she reads books for him, she always does like different accents and stuff. So he loves the Jamaican accent. So that is one of his favorite books, man. Yeah. Nice, nice. I, I totally get that as well. It's really, it's I, for me, it was one of those things I didn't really, you know, because you just grow up reading literature and, and yeah. I, I've loved books. I used to be a librarian for many, many years. And uh, I didn't realize until my daughter was about eight, One World Book Day, she decided to go in as a character who's half white, half black, a girl, uh, on the cover of a novel by Maz Evans, really great book called Vice Spy. Um, and my wife did a photo of her holding the book and she put a little post up and said, you know, Emily wants to go as this character because look, mummy, the girl on the cover looks like me. And I was like, wow, that is powerful. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It really is, man. So and is it their plans then? No, sorry, go on. Uh, I was just going to say, are there, are there plans for you then to be be writing with this partnership? You got some stuff in the in the works, or is yeah. now not the time to to say anything? Yeah, no, no. Yes, we do, we do, we definitely do have plans. Me and my wife to, um, you know, co author uh, a book, uh, children's book that is, and um, yeah, yeah. The talks are we've already had talks. It's just about now, uh, you know, putting pen to paper and actually, you know, doing it. So yeah, yeah, expect a book from, you know, Babaton de Alessia and Leone very, very, very soon, man. Hopefully coming out next oh, year. Yeah. yeah, man, that should be wow, awesome. That's, yeah, very exciting. Oh, look, we'll, we'll claim that as a kind of exclusive. I don't know how many people <laughs> you've got, got a book in, <laughs> in the works there. Um, but sorry, I, I cut you off when you were talking about, um, when I mentioned about Emily and her book. I, bro, I forgot what I was going to say, but oh, I think what I was going to probably say to you was, it is so powerful for for them to see themselves and like i said not just the color of their skin but culturally like my son you know he's half jamaican he's half nigerian and so just culturally sometimes to see that reflected in like characters and all types of things like it's just i think it's just so beautiful you know like our cultures 
are just just amazing and and it, i i just like to spread that kind of like understanding about who black people are because we are diverse within ourselves and so sometimes like even when i take my son to like let's say a nigerian party he's always just like wow like you know you know dressing in different attires and stuff like okay so this is how nigerians dress cool and like yesterday we had like our family day in the park and that's predominantly like the jamaican side of um of our family and you know the music the food everything is different so i just love when we can immerse our son into that so that he knows who he is you know what i mean yeah yeah and it's really interesting you're talking about kind of we are diverse within ourselves um because you talked a bit about in your comedy before like you're you're, you're african your wife is jamaican and you're kind of learning about each other's cult- cultures um and and raising a child in that as well um how's that working out <laughs> no it's good man like honestly the cultures are so similar it's just i, I sometimes I, I you know me and my wife we sit there and we wonder what's all the like the big deal about like especially between like nigerians and jamaicans like what's the big <laughs> deal because Really and truly, we are exactly the same. Yeah, the food may differ, but that's, you know, obviously the food's going to differ. Language and all of that. But really and truly, we're both as loud as each other. So that really is it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, it's great, man. It's so easy to, to, um, to, to grow a child in a house, you know, just full of, like, vibrancy, man. It's, it's, I think it's better for them. And my son is really expressive. So, you know... We love that alone, you know what I mean? Yeah, we were just saying, actually, me and my missus, the, um, my, most of my girls are very different. Yeah. My youngest is is very, like, outgoing and expressive and, you know, she'll dance and sing yeah, and put yeah. on little, like, <laughs> sketches and things for you. She's, she's about six as well, actually. Um, but it's great to just allow that creativity to kind of... move around and just have the space for that to breathe as well absolutely man i i I love the fact that our son is so expressive sometimes it can be a bit noisy i'm not gonna lie (laughs) but (laughs) but i i remember uh, i was talking to um my mum-in-law and um she was just saying listen it's better that he is like this than the literally the opposite where He's just a mute because really and truly you do want your child, your children to be confident, you know, enough to, you know, show who they are. And my son does not hide at all. He will show people <laughs> exactly who he is from the get go. So, yeah, man, it's it's good to see that confidence. And, and really, that's kind of like self-talk, you know. I don't think that he's picked that up from any of us. I think that's just, he's just so expressive, you know, and... I just love that, man. And does that make you kind of think about, you know, I hate to be, oh, let's give give kids something to aim for in terms of like jobs or careers and things. Do you think he'll ever go into what you do, acting, writing, I that kind do, of stuff? you know. I actually do think that at some point he is going to, like when he figures out exactly what I do, he's going to be like, oh, I want to do that as well because he's always telling me jokes, terrible jokes. Like awful jokes, <laughs> but he just comes up to me and he goes, you know, like he'll just make up something, and like the joke will not make any sense. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, my thing was, where are you getting this from? Because I've never showed him any of my stand up. He knows exactly. Well, 
he knows what I do, but he doesn't know what I do, if that makes sense. Like, it's like, he has a vague idea, like, okay, daddy tells jokes and that's it. (laughs) But the fact that every single day he will tell me like a joke, it's like, okay, all right. I see you've got something, keep going. Like, And I'm always encouraging him just every day. If you want to, I'm here. Like every time he goes, daddy, I got a joke. Yep. Cool. Tell me. I want to know. Because I just want to build up that kind of like momentum because that's how I I learned to do stand up. It was the momentum in like writing. And so if my son is like teaching himself how to write now, mate, by the time he's like 15, he'll be ready. He'll have his first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how did, you, how did the whole kind of getting into stand-up come? Because we said, you know, you're a writer, you're a comedian, you're an actor. What came first? So stand-up came first. Stand-up absolutely um, uh, came first, actually. Um, when I was 16, I just started writing jokes every single day. Like every single day, I'd write like five jokes. Terrible awful jokes but then I took out I didn't even know what I was doing and this is why I felt like like the gift of comedy is it's 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 either you have it or you don't I literally took the best um jokes out of like I had like hundreds of jokes took the best like six or ten I can't remember exactly how much but I found out that okay I've got like five minutes of jokes cool Went to a comedy club and I was just like, look, I just want to try out, like, I'm I'm new. Let me just, like, do my thing. It was like, yeah, you got five minutes? I was like, I've got, I've, that's exactly what I've got. Boom, did my thing. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was, you know, it, it was okay. But then from there, I just, I just carried on. Then the acting came. The acting kind of took over in the middle. And then I returned back to stand-up. So, yeah, but yeah, to answer your question, stand-up came first. Because actually your, your acting CV is pretty incredible as well. Like um, <laughs> I saw recently the episode of Doctor Who that we played Sean. Oh, God. Brief, brief stint in there. And I was like, oh, man, I'd love to be in Doctor Who. Oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? Yeah, Doctor Who was dope, man. I, I did it when um, uh, Matt Smith was the Doctor. So this is like, yeah like out just coming out of drama school and it was good it was um my first taste of like you know seeing like paparazzi and stuff because there was like we were filming in the park and I look outside of the park and there is literally like hundreds of paparazzi just surrounding because you know Doctor Who's such a massive uh program they're always trying to you know catch little clips of filming and stuff so yeah Doctor Who was it was intense it was intense because of how big the show is, but it was good. And um, obviously being on stage as well, within, we've done a few of the same venues, actually. Hackney Empire, Shaw Theatre. Okay. Um, uh, so what's been your kind of favourite acting gig you've done? I did a play in Soho Theatre uh, called, it was a Nigerian play called Ia Ile, which means um, housewife. And um, that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing because when you do a Nigerian play and Nigerian people are in the audience, it is a, it's an interaction between audience and, you know, cast, (laughs) even though you're not talking to the audience, like, you know, directly, 
the little things that people in the audience will shout out. Oh my God. Like you really have to hold your laughter in on stage. So yeah, that was, um, that was my favorite play and most memorable. Amazing. And, and, um, I'm thinking about kind of drama school and stuff. Um, that's quite a big decision, I think, still in, in our community to say, if I'm going to further my education, this is how I'm going to do it. What was it like for you when, when you made that decision to go into drama school? Oh, that one was, um, that one was actually came from anger. I was angry because um, my sister didn't get in, uh, I think the year before. And so it was, it was like, you know what? I'm not going to have that. Like you guys rejected my sister. Watch, I'm going to get in. And luckily I did, but that's where it was fueled out of that anger. And like, kind of like throughout my whole time in drama school was just not, when I say anger, I don't mean in like an aggressive type of way, but it was just like determined to kind of like prove them wrong. Like, you know, you're not just going to deny my sister and, you know, kind of like think that that's that. I don't know why I was thinking like that, but I was at the time. And so any setback that I had at drama school, it was met with like, all right, cool. Watch when I, you know, get a chance to to take this kind of uh, course or whatever it was again. It was, yeah, I was mad determined there. And so it was good. It was good. Very challenging, but my determination saw me through the whole uh, time the whole three years I was there well it's obviously paid off because you know you yeah. know, but big in the game now celebrity <laughs> goggle box and, and all that we've got a running joke in, in my house so um, I think it's such a great show um, and such a fantastic concept and we were saying you know it wouldn't be funny if we was on goggle box <laughs> but then the running joke is, yeah, but they would want to know who you are. It'd be like, yeah, that's that guy from that thing that was on telly once. Yeah, he's in <laughs> Listen, listen, for me doing um, Gogglebox with Mo Gilligan, I still get called Mo's friend from, you know, f- to till today. No one knows who the hell Bubba Tunde Alessia is. They just go, oh yeah, you're Mo's friend, right? You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, man, trust me, we're in the same boat, bro. <laughs> but it is good, man. But yeah, it looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, and you guys are fantastic in it. I, and my, when I said to my wife, oh, I'm, I'm doing this this interview, she was like, oh my God, you can interview him. He's hilarious. Watch him all the time. Oh, bless. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Now, Gogglebox has opened so many doors, man. That's I wouldn't be talking to you if it wasn't for Gogglebox, man. Honestly, man. Yeah, it's just been a great, great time. And uh, I suppose you get to watch some really crazy stuff, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's like the craziest thing that you've had to watch on Gogglebox? Oh, gosh. What was that show? Um, there was one show, I think, oh, I forgot what it was called. It was on Netflix. Uh, the woman at her window or something like that. Something about some woman who... Um, basically she witnesses a murder from her from her house and then the guy turns to her because he's seen it and so then it's like now she's about to get murdered that show oh my gosh that (laughs) see this is why i couldn't do it as well because i saw the ad for that and i was like nope yeah 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 not gonna watch i'm not watching that (laughs) 
And with Gogglebox, you can't say no to anything. So it's literally, they, it just comes on. So you'll be sitting there thinking, okay, what's next? Boom, it just comes on the TV. And it's just like, okay, so that's how they kind of like get you to um, have like a natural reaction. So you'll be watching it going, okay, what's this? What's that? Oh, oh my God, oh my God. Like kind of thing, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, man. And I, I, I don't like scary movies. I hate scary movies. Anything scary oh, or horror or whatever, please just don't send it my way. So, oh man. And they lo- and because of that, they love putting on scary movies on our on our schedule every time we do it. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're always screaming. Well, I'm always screaming. Mo's always laughing at me. So, <laughs> yeah. so Rebecca likes scary movies actually. Oh my um, God. When we first started seeing each other, like she was like, "Do you mean never seen Saw?" And just we watched all three, no, pretty no. much back to back. And I was like, "Oh no, like, <laughs> <laughs> mate!" I went to um, the cinema when Saw three came out. And my my mates convinced me to like go with them, and I was just, "Oh man, I don't want to go." They were like, "Come, man, we get there, bruv." After the first 10 minutes, I walked out. I left my friends. <laughs> I said, you man are mad. You want me to sit here and watch this psycho stuff? Brother, I'm gone. I boxed. Everyone was like glued to the um, to the uh, cinema screen. And I was just like, everybody looked like zombies the way they were watching it. Because everyone was just like fixated. And I was just like, how is it I'm the only one that finds this stuff very disturbing? Ah, bro, I left. <laughs> I left. Joe, you know, like, there was a big thing back then, wasn't there? I don't know, maybe it's still going on, but there was like Saw and then I think Hostel was one of them. It's basically like, what was the freakiest thing for me was, not only is this a movie, but where's the inspiration coming from? Thank There's you. obviously people who are thinking like this. Thank you. That is my whole point, bro. Who thinks like this? Because we really need to intervene. All these people like your Stephen Kings and all this stuff. It's like, dude, you guys have got some serious trauma, some serious problems. And like, this is, you need therapy. Why do you think like this? Who came up with this? Bruv, mm-mm. this is why I go to church, bruv. This is exactly why I go to church. Bro, certain men out of here need Jesus, bruv. So I need Jesus more than me because oh my god I remember watching sorry I'm on a rant now but we were watching um, It um, when we did Gogglebox the last Gogglebox we did or was it second series I think it was second series we did uh, we watched It fam even Mo had to react Mo was just like what the hell was that because I think there's a bit where um, the clown sees a kid kind of like lures him in and then the um, like the kids are like locked in this kind of like a uh, room. So the clown is behind like a glass screen, and then he just keeps slamming his head on the uh, screen to break the window to get at the child. Bruv, it's uh, <laughs> I forgot what episode it is on uh, on Gogglebox, but bro, <laughs> when he breaks through, fam, I got the I got the nearest pillow and I covered my my eyes. <laughs> And all I could hear is him eating the child. Mo was like, what the hell? Because apparently it was it was too much. And I'm glad I never saw oh that God. part. But this is what I'm saying, bro. Who are these people? Like, I know that one is, it is a, a Stephen King, right? Yeah, yeah. A Stephen King. 
bro, we need to pray for this guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we need to pray for him. Nah, man. <laughs> right, well, I've, I've had a, a, a summer holidays of being on tour most weekends, so I need to, yeah, I need to go back to church. <laughs> but you can see how much I don't like horror movies. I re- I cannot, not for me. <laughs> but yeah, like I say, Rebecca was all over it. Thank- thankfully, she doesn't subject me to it. When I'm on the road, that's when she watches that stuff. Oh, God. Um, but... <laughs> with me yeah oh look Eva's my youngest is in the background of the shop now she's trying to sneak in very discreetly listen my son does that all the time yeah (laughs) do you remember that um that BBC interview oh yes where the guy was like doing like A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. No, but you know that really serious face. But you know what? The way he shoved his daughter out the way. No, the um the maid the maid came in, didn't she? The maid or like the nanny. So it was his wife. That was his wife. It was his wife who came in. Okay, fair enough. The way she came in to take that child, boy. Oh my god. But I didn't like the way he reacted, though. I didn't like the way he reacted. He he was a bit too abrupt with the way he like kind of like wanted to get her out. Bro, if that was me. You just got to roll with it, man. Bring the child, sit them on your lap. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a parent well, at the end of the, the day. This is the new world order now. Yeah. yeah. New world order with Zoom and, and stuff. Hopefully, um, in whatever teams people are working in. I, I've had it in meetings before. You know what? The child is there. Just sit them on the lap. Get them involved. Get them involved, um, bro. Maybe if you're not scripting a horror movie or something like ah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Great. But actually, that's a good point. Talking about like my my kids are a bit older now, so they're starting to. I'm able to sometimes take them on set with me or take them to, to work. We shot um, a commercial together recently, and that's been really cool for them to oh, finally great. see what daddy does. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned like your son's kind of writing his jokes and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, I guess it's going to be a while before he can actually come and see what you do <laughs> because oh, yeah, of the definitely. nature of the comedy. Definitely. But you know what? Also, it's how expressive my son is. That's why I wouldn't 
bring him to work with me anytime soon. My son, <laughs> oh my God. There is no keeping him quiet. There is no... We had a... Um, I had a pitch meeting the other day. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say with which network, but I had a pitch meeting. And proper serious talking about like, you know, what we what we can do with like the TV show and blah, 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 blah. And beforehand, I said to my son, listen, I'm about to do a Zoom. Please do not walk into the room. Because it was just me and him. <laughs> I was like, just please, please don't walk into the room. My son was like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Bruv. Within two minutes of me being on the Zoom, <laughs> I see the door open and my son just, his eyes just kind of, <laughs> you know, they, you know, they do that face. Like, you know, when you say, um, don't come in here on, on some bullshit. And then like, you just see <laughs> the child is just there. Just like, I'm about to act up. Fam, my son was just acting up. It was so funny. I was vexed, but oh man, it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> I have to admit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I recently put something up. It was a whole host of um, me doing self-tapes. You know, a lot of auditions there, just from <laughs> home, self-tapes from home. Um, I, I'm in the rhythm of it. I'm quite enjoying it. A lot of people don't like doing this from home, but I'm, I'm like, yeah, do you know what? I don't have to keep going into town for auditions. And, <laughs> you know, I can get three or four tapes done in a day. But when the kids are at home, I've got... I've got so much storage on my phone that's just me going, hi, I'm Marcus Rantop. Quiet! Do the tape! (laughs) (laughs) Bruv, I know what that's like. Bro, my wife is downstairs with my son holding him back right now. I already know. I already know. I already know. Because he will find any excuse to come up here and just disturb anything. Like, oh man. But you got to love it, man. Like, they just want to... Children, they just want to be involved, man. They just want to be involved. You know? Yeah, no, honestly, I, I really enjoy the fact that they are like a bit older now and able yeah. to get involved and be kind of sensible with it. And and it's interesting, like my youngest is like your son. He's really like he's outgoing. He's really kind of out there. Um, actually, she's really out there. And she's, you know, every time she sees a camera, particularly if we're on set, she's like, "Here we go! I'm in front of the camera, and oh, everybody bless. loves her." And my eldest. She's, she's fascinating in a really different way right. because she's going into work and she's like, okay, what's, what's that do? What's that do? What's right. that person's job? How does this work? And she's like really analytical. And, right. Um, you know, if there's a career for her in the industry, it's probably behind the camera because she's so like, okay, cool. Yeah, this yeah. is how this works. Right. Um, That's great. But man. again, you know, it's so cool that we can involve them in that, in that kind of side of, of, of our work because I think it's quite quite rare certainly when I was growing up there was nothing for me to kind of go oh right this is a job <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, bro you know what I used to get my mum used to do like um kind of like different cleaning jobs so sometimes she would take me to work with her when I was really young and I can just remember her going sit there and don't move and back then when like our parents would tell us sit there and don't move it came with a lot more <laughs> You know what I mean? A lot more vim. It, like, it, I don't think I, I, I'm the same. Like when I say sit there and don't move, it don't sound the same. It don't hit like there's something missing. Like, so Rebecca keeps telling me I'm turning into my parents because I, I do that thing every time we go around someone's house. I remember when I was a kid, like oh, before yeah. you you left yeah. the house, like listen, you don't touch anything. You don't open your mouth. The only words coming out of your mouth are please and thank you at most. Like, just be on your best behaviour. 
So I'll drop the kids around to like the, the in-laws or wherever. I'm like, okay, kids, remember. Yeah. Be respectful of, of the house. Don't be throwing the cushions around. Say please and thank you. And they're straight up just like, whatever, dad. I've been to Nan's house before. <laughs> Bruv, oh man, we got to work on like our dad voices or something like that because it's not hitting, bruv. It's not hitting. I don't know what it is, but our parents, they had, they were just, they were, I feel like our parents were parents. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I feel like we're just winging it. <laughs> like our generation. I certainly am. I certainly am. Man, I think that, that um, there's guys around me now who are having kids, younger kids and they're like, you know, Marcus, you got any advice for me? And I'm like, I don't think I have. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out. Oh, yeah, no, that's a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact. You know, one thing I've learned though, just off the off the back of that, is I've learned that just being there, being in the moment, is for me, especially what my son appreciates the most um uh prime example like if we because we live in Hertfordshire we can go to like you know sometimes go on a walk in like the fields or go to like some of the local farms that are like in uh around uh the area and that's when my son is at his most joyous time like he has his most you know his best life when he just gets to run free and you know throw rocks into the water and stuff like that and I remember the first couple of times I'd go I felt like I really spoiled it for him because I was always trying to monitor what he was doing but then the last couple of times that I've been and just allowing him to kind of like do his thing and just being in the moment with him mate it's I mean it's it's so simple but that I think that was a lesson for me it's just to sometimes allow him that freedom just to kind of like be free, you know, express himself and just be there, have that moment with him. And he's, he really appreciates that. Obviously you still got to set boundaries like, you know, in place here and there, but yeah, just being in the moment, man, that's the only advice I'd ever give to like a father. Other than that, I don't know, man, you got to beat your child. I was saying to my dad the other day, I was, I was like, hey, hey, dad, well, the other day, it was a while back, you know, like, I don't know whether it's because my kids are girls or, or what, but, you know, you used to really beat beat me, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, but what what changed? He's like, oh, we just know better now. We, we just know better Yeah, now. yeah, and I, like, I really older. appreciate that growth. <laughs> but... Uh. Like, and... And the dis- I mean, my- we talk about our discipline and like the dad voice. My dad with his granddaughters, I'm like, who are you? Yeah, exactly. How are you allowing who this is to this person? Like- <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, oh, granddad, can I have gummy bears for breakfast? Oh, yes, Tutu, of course. Yes, you can just for breakfast. What? <laughs> Never us. <laughs> Never us. Oh, my God. Listen, my mum is, 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 is like, she's an angel to my son. And I'm thinking, you, this same woman that used to chase me around the house, like, for good reasons, but you used to chase me around the house with your slippers, and like, you know what I mean? Oh, man. It's good, though, to, like, look back at those times and laugh. But, yeah, our children, man, they're spoiled, innit? <laughs> <laughs> they have it all. I've, 
hopefully in a, in a good way. But actually the other thing is, I remember like growing up yeah. uh, and thinking, oh, do you know what? All my mates used to go on, you know, come back from the holidays. And all my friends have been going abroad. Oh, we've been to Fort Aventura, we've been here, we've done that. And we, didn't, we couldn't really afford to do any of that. And then I, I must have been, it took me a while. I got to about, I think I was 20. And I was just in London jamming with some friends and stuff. And they were saying how they'd never been to Buckingham Palace or the Tower of London or the Natural History Museum. Yeah. And I was like, what? What do you mean you've never done that? And I realised that's, that's what you're talking about. My dad was present. Like we didn't have any money, but he was there. He yeah. was like, okay, we're going to go and do stuff. And I remember packing up the lunches yeah. and just going to town all day because the museums were free. Yeah. And not fully appreciating that yeah. until I was much older. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we were having this exact same conversation the other day, me and my wife. We were both saying we never had those memories of going to um like you know like butlins and chesterton and yeah, yeah. all those places and like my wife makes sure that every single like summer holiday or any like half term or anything she fills it with like activities okay we'll go butlins okay we'll go here we'll go there da, 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 with like a group of like you know family friends with their children as well and but I had the same realisation. I was like, man, I never did none of this when I was young. Like, at all. And it was because, like, my mum's single parent, you know, she was forced to work, like, literally all year round just to provide for us. So, given, like, it's a luxury to give that lifestyle to my son. Because I know what it is like if it's, you know, you just leave the woman by herself to do everything. She can't do that, like, all of that by herself. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, man, I appreciate my son's life. Even though it's like way better than my childhood. I really, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's the truth, but I, I, I appreciate like the life that he's having now because hopefully he passes that on to his children and, you know, it just keeps on going, man. I, th- I think that's the, the thing I appreciate more so about the position that I'm at now. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Very, very very similar conversations uh, with Rebecca. You know, we've we've just moved a bit further out. We've moved to, to Colchester in Essex. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm originally from Romford, um, and still, you know, go back home and see my folks. We just yeah. kind of come back from there today via tour. Um, but we got here like last year, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what's, what's, where am I, man?" <laughs> but. Yeah, really enjoying it, really enjoying just watching the kids flourish and yeah. being able to go, oh, do you know what? Yeah, you've got some some opportunities now that you didn't have before, maybe, and you got some stuff to enjoy. And, um, and even back when we lived in Rockford, actually, it's the same. We were able to take them places, do stuff with them that we wouldn't normally, you know, I, yeah. I never thought would be able to provide for them as well. So that's really exciting. And, Bro. And, yeah, we're very blessed so, with that. Sometimes I look at my son and I'm just like, you don't know how lucky you are right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes, even like little things, even when he's like, I remember the other day, he, my wife said to him, what do you want for dinner? And I said, hell no. <laughs> I said, that question alone, just that question alone is a luxury. Do you think I could ask, my mum would even ask me, what do you want? Hell, my mum would be like, tonight we are eating rice. That's it. Like, <laughs> rice and stew. Done. There is no pick and mix and, oh, what do you want? There's no choice. <laughs> no. So, I, I have the same thing. Like, I, 
I'm a terrible cook, but I try. <laughs> and my girls, there's a thing as well, yeah, I try. And I've fallen into this trap, same thing. I remember it was a few years ago at the same moment where Rebecca would say it to the kids and I'd be like, oh, I'm doing the cooking. Like, kids, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, why am I asking? <laughs> and now it's every time. But then this is where it gets worse, you know, the sass on these girls. So I'm saying to them, like, oh, what do you want for dinner? Like, oh, we'll have, like, fish and chips, Dad. But don't burn the chips this time. Yeah, Mommy oh, doesn't my burn gosh, yes. <laughs> Fam, imagine my, my son said to my wife, he was like, yeah, I want spaghetti bolognese, but make sure it's delicious. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I said, me and my wife looked at each other like, excuse you? <laughs> what do you mean, make sure it's delicious? Proper just, you know what I mean? Brazen. <laughs> <laughs> Said it with all these chests. Yeah, make sure it's delicious though. I was like, wow. <laughs> it's another world, man. I'm telling it's you. another world. And <laughs> probably you. get a load of listeners to the podcast being like, I'm not sure these guys should be there <laughs> on the podcast called Don't Like Dads. They don't seem to have much control. <laughs> <laughs> nah man, it's um listen, listen, I like yo, fatherhood itself. I say fatherhood mixed with uh, being a husband I think that's where the lesson because when it comes to my son I I don't I wouldn't say I've 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 only learned how to be more patient I think that's the one thing I've learned being a father you've got to have a lot of patience but being a husband that's where the self-reflecting comes. That's where all the different lessons, all the different life lessons come because there's, there's so many challenges that you bump into being a husband. Um, but yeah, just so far with being a father, it's just patience. Like literally. <laughs> I might learn stuff like the older he gets, like, you know, you know, when he gets into his teens and all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, not yet, man. Not yeah, not I mean, with a six-year-old, there's not really that much to kind of learn. You just got to be patient, kind of tolerating certain things, just understanding that this is a child, you know. You know, so I, I'm when my son was first started talking, there's a tendency, especially as uh African like Nigerian men, uh, to talk to your child or treat them as though they've graduated into adulthood like the minute he starts talking <laughs> automatically you're an adult now you know <laughs> and I had to peel that back and be like okay give him just give him a blight here and there yeah he might have done something that's naughty he's a child though but you see some parents uh, they, they just go crazy they lose it and it's just like it's a child man chill out <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's such an important observation about patience as well. Um, and, and also, you know, mine are uh, going to be 10 and 7 next week, mm. um, six days apart. Terrible, terrible family planning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, the journey never stops, you know, yeah. the, the, the different ages, the different kind of stages, the friendships that they make, yeah. the stuff that they're learning, uh, it's it's still absolutely fascinating. Don't um, what you, you wish said though, about presence being there? Don't you wish you can choose some of your 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 children's friends? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I'm not gonna lie, but there are some of like some of my son's friends. I'm just like, please get rid of that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe it's a boy thing. Maybe. Like, they're the girls. But then it's, again, age is interesting. So, like, Eva, she's a little world with my youngest. Yeah. And her friends are crazy. They're straight up, like, <laughs> whenever you see her friends, I'm like, right, if there's anything that could break in this house, <laughs> let's, let's move it. Let's move, let's move it, it out of the house. But Emily's like she's almost ten now, yeah. and I don't know if it's she's a girl or like who she hangs around with. But the stuff that she comes out of is like a young woman, and she's talking to me about like rights and oh, wow. veganism, and you know all kinds of like she's a sensible young woman, and I'm like, isn't that my baby? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Like, and, and her friends are like her. Her friends are like. They're very polite and they're very calm. She's really serene wow. compared to Eva. So I'm kind of like, oh yeah, do you know what? You can carry on hanging out with these people. And they Fair. talk about books and things. And um, yeah, and Eva's friends are lovely as well, but they are mad. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, they run everywhere, bump into things, they say, <laughs> bump into each other. They say though that, um, you know, girls mature much faster than, than boys. I know you, have, you don't have a boy, but like, with your observation with like, let's say a 10 year old boy versus like your daughter, do you see that, 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 you know, that understanding? Do you know what? I think it's a, it's an interesting question because the honest answer is I can see that for sure. Oh yeah? Okay. Even from the, from a younger age, like I remember, you know, when kids are at that small age, yeah. it's really nice because they don't really go, well, boys play with boys and girls play with girls. They just play with each other. Yeah. And then gradually they kind of split off. So I remember Emily had like a, a soft play birthday party thing with a few friends and it turned out it was just like her and like four girls and then this one boy, all the same age. <clears throat> so the girls are like running around and playing and they're being like kind of boisterous and climbing things and you know, it's an adventure playground place. And uh, Emily came up to me, she's like, he keeps running up to me going, hug, smash! <laughs> <laughs> So they're all running around crazy, but this boy is on another level. No. This, this boy the same age, his it. version of playing is running up to the girls, just going, Hulk, smash! <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but that's hilarious. That is hilarious. Yo, and the thing about it, yeah, because I have a boy, I know they just repeat it. They'll just keep going and they won't stop because my son does the same thing, like, once he gets hold of a phrase, that's it. You're hearing that for the whole day. So that is hilarious, mate. That is... <laughs> I love that. I absolutely love that. So, yeah, I guess, like, the next thing now is is thinking about kind of, like, you know, she's going to be at secondary school when I blink and she'll be in secondary school and there'll be, yeah. you know... All other things to be dealing oh, with. Oh God, um, yeah, you got to deal with boyfriends and <laughs> you got to start getting hench markers. <laughs> I got a running joke with my wife, like um, with tour life and stuff. Yeah, exercise is up and down, up and down. And I was like, I don't know, seriously, get back on the weights. Yeah. She's gonna be in secondary school soon. I need to like, but. Don't worry, Emily. When you're when he comes round, yeah. just tell tell him your dad is is blonks, yeah. Tell yeah. him your dad's hey, big. <laughs> Run in his face and scream, Hulk smash! <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to do, man. <laughs> Listen. But then, so 
I, I was, it's a really random segue another way. Yeah. I was uh, down at my old rugby club in, in Wanstead recently. And uh, these days, I managed to play rugby like once every two years. Fourth team rugby, a few beers, you know, see your yeah. old pals. These kids, these 18-year-old kids are running up and down that rugby pitch and they're like twice the size of me. Massive. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like people say, you coming back to training? No, no I want to live. <laughs> yeah, what? man. I'm trying to chill out, bro. I'm trying to live to see the next day. These kids, I don't know what they're eating now, but they are massive. Listen, they're, they're big, man. They're big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. She'll probably bring some 13 year old boy around, and I'll be like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can take her out. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, great. Gosh. So uh, <laughs> we've had some random segues on the discussions about fatherhood and parenthood. Um, <clears throat> but you talked about being a husband. Yeah. Um, and that's a really interesting journey as well. I suppose to wrap up, have you got any advice for the husbands oh out there? Uh, wow. Ooh. Well, you know, actually, no, that's, that's not fair. Husbands, partners, fathers. Yeah, okay. Um, oh, it's... I would, the, the only thing I would say is um, whether, whether it's, let's say, an argument or dispute or whatever, just have always have moments for like self-reflecting treat it almost like a monthly or a yearly review of what have I learned this year about me about you know our, our relationship about my wife blah 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 <laughs> yeah be self-aware work on being self-aware work on reflecting and Look, I'm a person that I would I never try and advocate for like I want the perfect marriage or the perfect relationship, but you do have to work at being better. And if anything, if you keep that at the forefront, it's not about perfection, it's just about being better yearly and you know, staying together and building have a picture in your mind of what it is that you're uh you're working towards. And just, yeah, go after that, man. I think that, that's a poor, <laughs> that's kind of like poor, not not really great advice. I'd probably have to think it through, but yeah, I think. No, I think that really resonates. I think, <clears throat> you know, particularly if I think about my own experience, um, I guess because my career is so fluid yeah. between, you know, acting, music, et cetera. Um, and I'm away a lot, those moments of reflection, whether it's by yourself or together, they happen quite frequently for us. Yeah. I think they're really important. Yeah. Kind of go like, what are we aiming for? What are we going to get out of this? What are we putting into this? Um, and I think, yeah, it's absolutely like spot on. I think it's really important. And um, God willing, you know, is working so far for us. Yeah. I mean, me and my wife, we what we love is that picture. Like, you know, when you see like old couples still holding hands yeah. and they're walking down the street or they're having dinner. We were like, that's what we want to be. We that's we want to be yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what I mean? So 
that's one of the things that really resonated with me. We were filming a uh, second series of Andy and the Band last year. Yeah. And we had uh, an episode with Anita Dobson. And then the next day, Brian May was doing his guest appearance in the episode. But they, he, she came on set with him for the second day. Um, and it, he'd never acted on camera before. He'd done like music videos and stuff. But this is his first ever acting gig. And um, they were just like the sweetest couple they were talking about how she'd been helping him with lines and stuff and every time like there was a break or the camera cut they were just like holding hands walking around like chatting to each other and I'm I like, love that this is beautiful yeah yeah I love that that's that, like, that's, that's what we want to be <laughs> yeah yeah I lo- that's that's a fantastic vision I love it yeah. um well, we have talked for a very long time. I've absolutely enjoyed it. We Same. could go on for forever. Um, but yeah, so just just before we kind of end, is there anything we should be looking out for from from you coming our Ooh, way? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, you're going to see. Just keep your eyes peeled. There is something huge coming to your your TV screens very, very soon. Keep your eyes peeled for those people who have been like following my career and, uh, you know, wanting to see me kind of like make that transition into like, you know, a household name. Trust me when I tell you, you're going to be very, very happy very, very soon. There is something uh, really fantastic coming. I can't say, but you will see. Um, Other than that, uh, my tour is next year, the Bubblehood tour. Um, Going to be across the whole of the UK. And that's going to be running for like five months. So go to Live Nation, um, .co.uk, get your tickets, you know, book your tickets for the Bubblehood Tour. And yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited for this year, next year, but also for the future. So God willing, man, anyone out there, keep me in your prayers. And um, yeah, man, let's see what, what, what the future holds, man. But there's some good stuff, good conversations happening. And yeah, let's see. <laughs> amazing thank you so much and of course the mission imagination podcast is is out now as well for anybody who wants to check that out Bubba, thank you very much thank you so much take care dope black podcast hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 